This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. Hey there, Profiteers. Eric here with episode number 117 of the Personal Profitability Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back for our fourth episode with co-host Martin Dasko. And one fun thing, Martin and I co-hosted Ignite Podcast Movement. Those videos just went up yesterday on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Eric Rosenberg. So you can learn all about Ignite Podcast Movement and what happened there. But one fun thing that happened and there was Martin was my co-host on stage introducing all of the other speakers, just like he's joining me on this show. And one thing I started to think about as we were talking is how much public speaking helps influence my career and how much it can help all of our careers as entrepreneurs. So we're going to dive in today and talk about seven ways public speaking can help your business, whether you're a freelance side hustler or a startup CEO. Either way, this will apply to you. So let's dive in with Martin right now on the Personal Profitability Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for week number four with Martin Dasko. Martin, are you ready to get profitable? I'm ready to get profitable. And whatever else you want to do. (laughs) We'll do lots of things today. Ideally, getting profitable is number one. That's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things. There's a few other things I like, too. (laughs) I I get that. So uh, recently, uh, Martin and I shared a stage, as you heard a couple weeks back, a podcast movement. We were in Philadelphia, and we were co-hosting the Ignite event there, which was a ton of fun. If you're not familiar, check out ignite.podcastmovement.com. I'll be posting the videos there as soon as they're ready, probably still a few weeks out, but those will be coming your way soon. I also recently was on a stage just a couple days ago as we're recording this. I drove down to L.A. and spoke at the offices of Oath. That's the new name of the uh, media company arm of Verizon that owns Yahoo and the Huffington Post and some other big brands, AOL. They all fall under that umbrella. So it was cool going down to talk to them about personal finance. And some people asked me, Eric, why would you go down there and speak to them? So today we are going to talk about, drumroll please, seven ways public speaking helps your business. That was way less, I, I wanted like fireworks or something there. It was kind of yeah. anticlimactic. Should, should I get excited? Should, should, <laughs> so, should I make a scene? Should I start yelling? <laughs> yeah, get really excited. Yeah, it's so. too late in the day to make a scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dive in with number one. So first, one reason why public speaking helps your business is it helps you find new fans in person. And it's great to see you build online uh, relationships. Martin and I first met online, but we became real friends when we met face-to-face. And have you ever seen anywhere where you were able to build a relationship with someone in person after you spoke somewhere? Yeah, it's, it's amazing because uh, when you speak to people, it's a different kind of level of connection. You know, like when you read an article or something, you're, you're kind of distracted, you're doing, you know, your work, you, you don't really like imagine that person, if that makes sense, like until you meet them. But then once you once you go to a presentation or once people come to see me speak, then I, it feels it's it's really interesting. It's like you don't really you don't see the whole crowd when you're speaking, right? Like you might just find your friends that you you, you recognize, or you might just kind of 
look at the like empty faces or blank blank faces. But it's interesting that after people come up to you and talk to you, and then like, people will remember you like months down the road, or you'll get an email like, "Oh, I remember your your thing. I really enjoyed it." And it's it's really humbling and kind of kind of surreal almost because you you don't you don't like notice it in the moment. You just feel like you're talking to it to a room full of people, but you, you don't realize you're actually touching individuals. Yeah, that long term impact is a really cool thing that you get with speaking. Whereas when you connect with someone online, people get hit with so many things again and again. It's like brain overload you forget a lot of what you see but when you see a speaker in the flesh that that connection does last a lot longer that's an awesome point you see them like interacting with others and and there's something to be said about seeing somebody own a room or get on stage right because we are, we're all terrified of public speaking <laughs> generally speaking so when you see someone that's on stage and commanding the room you feel like a connection towards them because like you're just like i wish i could do that and you get sucked into whatever they're saying and you, you feel like you feel like you know them a lot better than, than you really do. Yeah, that's totally true. And they do a better job at that if they uh, follow along with tip number two, a benefit of public of your business when public speaking is improving your presentation skills overall. So that can help you and your business uh, for the exact reason Martin was saying. And when you stand up on stage, if you look like an expert and sound like an expert and project the right level of confidence, you can really build trust and build an audience and use that to an end. You know, let's say you're starting a, a startup and you want to raise capital. You need to give a pitch presentation to investors. You, you don't want to just walk into a room having never spoken before in front of an audience and give this presentation or you'll probably won't do such a great job. It takes practice to get better. So um, the more you present, the more you speak, the better you get. Have you found that in your? I know you you're on stage a lot as a wrestler uh, in your pro wrestling you do up in Toronto. Do you find that going up again and again you get better each performance? Oh, you do. You, you get better at interactions. Uh, you get better at selling because life is all about selling yourself. And I know nobody really wants to, wants to talk about this or admit this, but no matter what you do, you're always trying to sell yourself and promote yourself. When you go on a date with somebody, you don't want them to hate you. You don't want them to. Not like you want them to like you, you want them to be into you, you want them to fall in love with you, you want them to have a great time. You're selling yourself. When you go for a job interview, that could be like public speaking too, because let's just say there's four or five people there. That that's public. <laughs> that that's that's a that's a bigger form than most most can handle. So by doing more speaking, you you work on your presentation skills because you never know when you have to sell yourself. It could be a first date. It could be a new freelancing client. It could be you go for dinner with a. You're trying to close a deal, and they're like, "Oh, let's go for dinner," because life isn't like you know when you're in, when you're in school, you learn all you know all that textbook stuff. But life isn't like that. Sometimes to close that freelancing contract, you have to actually go for a real dinner. I was a freelance writer for a company, and like I had to go for dinner with them. And then you're like, "Oh, I guess I have to be good at speaking because I have to like impress them because I'm trying to get more freelance work." Yeah, and I don't, I don't want them to fire me at least because I'll be like, "Oh, this guy can't even put together a sentence. We don't want this guy writing for us." Yeah. You know, even if your primary way you connect with your clients and your business is written or over a distance, you have to be ready to be, you know, on and put on a show. Even if even if it doesn't feel right to say it that way, you're putting on a performance every time you interact with a client. And you're always trying to sell yourself or something. Even yeah. if you're you know genuine and authentic, you're still trying to get that deal. Like you're not trying to lose a freelancing contract. Yeah, so speaking of selling, our next tip is getting paid. That's a great reason to speak. So 
I didn't drive down to an office owned by a big for-profit company and speak to their employees out of the goodness of my heart. I did it because I got paid for it. And yes, it felt great to know that I was helping people. You know, on an individual level, it was so great to connect with every person there. I actually got an email from somebody who was in the audience who had a follow-up question I wasn't able to answer. That relationship is built now, but then I also get a paycheck for it, which yeah, I got to pay the mortgage somehow. And you got kids. Yeah, I mean, it's the good thing about speaking is that so few people do it is that, so that when you get good at it, you get paid for it. If you think of something, if you think of, you know, your business, core tenets, your key topics, you think of something that you can speak about, you can go around and do speaking engagements all around the world. You know, I've been flown to Chicago. I've gone to Austin, Texas to do some speaking and stuff. And it, it feels amazing when you, when you get paid for your words. Like, you don't feel, you don't feel cool until you get paid for your to talk. Yeah. So speaking of getting paid for your words, if you're not getting paid to talk, another reason you might talk if you're talking for free is to sell your book. So you don't always have to get paid directly for the speech or for talking. A lot of CEOs and business leaders speak just for the publicity for their business and, and showing that they're the expert in that whatever they're doing. But a lot of speakers might speak because they hope the people in the audience will will buy whatever it is they're selling, um, which for books, books and speaking tend to go hand in hand. Yeah, they say they say your book is like your business card or whatever. So like people want to pick up your business card on the way home. And, and yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. Like, you know, you, you speak, people enjoy what you, what you have to say, you know, hopefully they enjoy it. And they resonate with you and, and they want more, right? Because that's just like the that's like the free lunch. They want to stay for dinner. They, they want to. You know, they, they want to get more of you, hopefully, if you do a great job. And then you, you give them more. You have a book or you whatever you have an ebook or a physical book. You promote that and then you got them. Those are your fans, hopefully raving fans for life. And if you followed tip number two and kept practicing and improving your presentation skills, you will look like a rock star when you get up on stage and people will be excited about that book. Yeah, and it feels cool when people, you know, buy your book or, you know, buy anything that you sell. Cause it's just it's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Another reason you might speak, tip number five, repurposing content for online use. So I actually, every time I speak, I record it. Um, Often I just record the first 30 minutes due to an arbitrary rule on the difference between a camera and a video camcorder in the EU. All Canon cameras cut off at exactly 30 minutes. Did you know that? I no, and I did not know that. That's good. That's a good first day topic, huh? <laughs> yeah, totally. Or, or dinner parties. Did you know that your camera will turn off at thirty minutes because of a tariff flaw in the EU? I guess well, that's essentially what it is. <laughs> it's because they tax uh, cameras different than camcorders. So it frustrates me every time I speak. It, it cuts off at a half hour, but that means I have you know a half hour f- from every single talk I've given that I could put on YouTube or I could cut little clips out and put on my social media channels or I could put on my websites or I could do so many things with them. I could have them transcribed and put, turn it into a blog post or I could put it on SlideShare, Skillshare, one of those online sharing sites. There's so much you could do with the content that you created when you speak, unless you're giving the same talk again and again. Um, you know, you, you don't want to face, post the same thing again and again. But as long as you're being unique every time, uh, that is a really cool use of that footage uh, because you don't want it to just go nowhere. You don't want to just talk to those audiences and have that be the end of your talk when you could have it live on and keep providing value to you and your business. Yeah, public speaking is the best form of double dipping. 
I was actually, I just saw this video the other day by Gary Vaynerchuk. He actually said that every keynote, I forget the number, but it was some absurd number. Like you'll turn a keynote into like 60 or 80 pieces of content. I was actually, I was about to do some with my Ignite talk that I did because let's say you talk for five, 10, 20 minutes. That's like a minute, you know, that's a bunch of different one minute clips for Instagram. And then you can put up on Twitter a 20 second clip. And then you can put up a different clip on Facebook because like the medium is the message as they say. So you're not going to put up a two-hour presentation on Instagram because, hey, well, I guess you could on Instagram TV, but in the stories, no one's going to watch like 100 videos in a row. But you can put up a clip there and then be like, go subscribe to my YouTube for more. So then they go to your YouTube and they get more. And it's like uh, it never ends, right? The one, the one speaking gig will give you all this content. And then you can transcribe it and turn it into an article. And it, the content will never end. It's like a content cycle just from one speaking gig. So imagine you do two, three a week, then you got, you got all kinds of content. Yeah, or even even if you only speak once a month or every couple of months, if you can do like Gary and get Gary V and get 80 pieces of content out of there, you don't need to speak all that much more and you're still able to crank out new stuff. Exactly. That's a mind-blowing level of optimization. No, I feel like, I feel awesome. like speaking more now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now I'm like all pumped up on different it. things. <laughs> so next on our, our list, seven ways public speaking helps your business is evangelizing a new concept. So this might not put dollars in your pocket the same way, you know, getting paid to speak or selling something will, but it can help your business and your business community overall. Like there's a lot of speakers who will go out there and speak about topics that affect the startup community overall or the personal finance community or the entrepreneurship community. And sometimes you need to take something new that no one's ever heard of and teach them about it. So the uh, CEO of Lending Club, he was a story, uh, he he left as a disgraced CEO, but at the beginning, no one had heard of peer-to-peer lending. The idea that you would put money into an investment and someone else would borrow it and you would take the bank out of the equation, no one had done that before. So when that was a new thing, people would have been really nervous, so the CEO had to go speak about it. Um, you know, the same thing happened uh, with Betterment. Uh, Martin and I were at a conference. It was when Betterment was brand new. No one had heard of it. And this guy's like, I'm going to manage your money with a computer. And to most people, that would be terrifying. But now they have tens of billions of dollars under management because he had to evangelize the concept. So if your business is doing something new or cutting edge or just out of the mainstream, sometimes you just have to educate people that it exists. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that's the important thing about getting out there is that, let's say you do have an idea, it's a bit out there, and people, you know, you, if you write an article, they might think, oh, this guy's weird, he's trying to, you know, take money from people, or you might, this guy's trying to start a personal finance blog, what a weirdo. When you get out there and actually, you know, share your ideas with the world and speak about them with conviction and, and with the integrity and with honesty, people will see that. They'll be like, this guy's, he's, he's a man of his convictions, or a woman, or it's per, you know. They know what they're talking about. That's a game changer as opposed to someone that just sends like annoying emails or just writes the same boring blog articles and nobody really connects to that. And the last tip, the last way public speaking helps your business is it grows your network. So I have an actual, a real life story from about a month and a half ago. I went and spoke to the Ventura County Women's Professional Network. Uh, that's a mouthful of an acronym. <laughs> they are an awesome organization. I had so much fun meeting them, and I went not expecting anything. I just thought I would teach um, some local women business leaders about social media and how to optimize their websites for for their businesses. And someone ended up hiring me as a consultant for their website, an author who who needs 
to upgrade their site. They want to sell some more books. And that just came out of a public speaking thing. I didn't think I was getting anything out of it. Uh, other, there's, they made a $100 donation to a nonprofit of my choice, which was nice. But um, yeah, so that, that wasn't something that was going to benefit me directly. But <laughs> there I landed $1,000 out of it. So you never know uh, what will come out of a speaking gig. Yeah, this is actually my favorite tip here is this last one, growing your network. Because once again, it's easy to send emails or go on Twitter or go on social media and talk about something. But it's not until you actually get out there, meet real people, meet the influencers, meet the heavy hitters, meet the people starting, meet the people in the middle, that you actually grow in your business. Because then you'll see you'll see others that you know what you see what they're doing, you see what works, what doesn't work, and you'll you'll be forced to meet new people and to open up your mind. And you know, there might be new people that want to share your ideas, and it, it could be it, it could be the thing that you know is a game changer for your business and helps you get to the next level. When you, when you send an email, it's like how close can you get to somebody? You know, when you go in person, you speak, and someone sees you, they see you know. You see how passionate you are, and they see that you're a real person. Because it's really important for me and for a lot of us to see that someone is a real person. Because I know people email me all the time or message me on social media, like, oh, I want to join the gym. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, well, just show up. Like, <laughs> I need to see you in person before I take you seriously, generally speaking, right? Yeah, and the prestige of you know getting up on stage and speaking gives you a level of respect and, and automatically puts you in somewhat of an authority position. So someone who might have looked at you before and said, oh, you know, in my case, oh, just some finance writer, then they'll see me speak and say, oh, look at that finance writer. He knows what he's talking about. Exactly. Get out there. Don't sit on the couch and hope for the best. You know, it, it just drips with value when you get off stage because there's so, so many great opportunities. You, you really never know who's in the audience until – um, until you talk to them after you might you might have been speaking to a CEO who will say, "Oh, come speak at my corporate event." You know, what do you charge? <laughs> you never know. It's only because you got out there and you spoke. So you know, you got to get out there, start speaking, and you know, open your mouth and and share share your ideas with the world. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Martin. I had such a great time chatting with you over these last four episodes. I know I will miss you on the show, and I'm sure that all of our listeners will miss you too. But you have a lot of awesome stuff you do. So if people want to keep in touch, they want to keep following you, where should they go? Well, I'm not hard to find, actually. So I'm studentomics or studentomics everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and the blog, and YouTube. So type in studentomics anywhere you go. Studenomics.com, Studenomics on Instagram, Studenomics on Twitter. You'll find me, and I got a lot to say, and I'm not afraid to say it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Martin. It has been great having you, and we will for sure have you back uh, for some YouTube videos sometime soon. Make sure to check that video out we did a few weeks ago. It's on Martin's YouTube channel, and you can hear us talking about how I got my freelance business going. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks, Martin. We'll talk to you another time. Take care. Well, there is a wrap on another one, ladies and gentlemen. As always, you can find the show notes at personalprofitability.com. Thank you so much to my good friend, Martin Dasco, for joining us for these last four weeks. It has been a ton of fun, and we have a fresh new guest lined up for you starting one week from today, so make sure you are subscribed. And if you haven't already, please do drop a rating and a review in iTunes. It does a lot for helping new people find the show. But that's it for today. Thanks, as always, for sticking around till the end. And until next time, stay profitable. Stay profitable.